Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most of the places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Got an extra buck or two? You wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar? Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, considering helping get the word on the street via social media, five-star rating and review, and or tell a friend or two. Happy thought of the day is by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. I pay no attention, whatever, to anybody's praise or blame. I simply follow my own feelings. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! I don't really care about the big time. Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 292. Please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Zombroda, and the B-Deal Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Looking for some spring plants or succulents? Check out my old student and now friend Lucas's Growing Wishes Greenhouse in Comstock, Wisconsin. Outstanding stuff. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Once they played at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota, Owner Wags is pretty pumped for me to play his kid's wedding. Thursday played at Beto Club in St. Paul slash Roseville, Minnesota, Mac Lamore Corey and Chu Chow had a nice night of autograph signing. Saturday played at Vanelli's by the Lake in Forest Lake, Minnesota, first patio show of the season. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, May 19th, 2021, I'll be playing at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, May 20th, I'll be playing at B-Dale Club in Roseville, St. Paul, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Friday, May 21st, I'll be playing at Ingredients in Wiper Lake, Minnesota from 5 to 8 p.m. part one of two with Twin Cities pianist and composer Stephen C. We talk Yacht Rock, Summit Avenue, his album Emotive, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Music Podcast, everybody. Today we're here with Stephen C. on Summit Avenue here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Stephen, welcome to the Mark Stare Music Podcast. Thank you, Mark. I am beyond excited to be on this podcast and have recently met you, and uh, I think this could be our big break. I hope so. Like you said, I hope it goes viral. Yeah, that's what the kids like, viral stuff. <laughs> so we're here at Stephen C.'s music studio here on Summit Avenue in St. Paul, and do you want to tell us about what this space we're in right now? Yeah, this is uh, the oldest house on Summit Avenue, and we're currently in the dining room. And I'm thinking when 
they built this house in 1859. They weren't probably thinking about a musician, a piano player being in the dining room, creating music and streaming it all over the world. I mean, they were not thinking that at all, but I'm just uh, very gracious to be here. We're in the shadows of the cathedral, which is a place I do some music. Yes. It's right out of like the the movie like Amadeus or something. In fact, there is a statue. Is that Mozart or is that Beethoven? Um, I can't see from here. I think it's Beethoven. It might be Beethoven. Everyone's got a... <laughs> Did you say Beethoven? Yes. And we're here against looking at the biggest grand piano I think I may have ever seen in my entire life. Where'd you get this thing? This thing uh, came, it's handmade in Austria. So I have a thing about like German products. I have a Mercedes and I like their products. But I was uh, searching for a bigger piano to go in the bigger house on Summit Avenue. And I was in New York City at a place called, of all funny things, it's called Beethoven's Pianos. And I tried this piano, that piano, and I played this one. I think I hit like some kind of cool chord and I literally freaked out and I would stop at nothing until I got the piano. I got a Bosendorfer endorsement so the price went down and then I proceeded to borrow money from anybody who believed in me, you know, family and stuff and, and, and paid for it and that was <clears throat> 25 years ago. How do you go about just getting a, a sponsorship from Bosendorf? That is a great question. At the time, I was selling a lot of music and nature sound CDs like they see at Target. And I came up with the phrase of Bosendorfer, the only piano that can keep up with Mother Nature. And because I had the good sales numbers, I showed them my royalty statements. They cut a huge amount off the price to say Stephen C. plays Bosendorfers. Wow. Yeah. Then I think we needed that mysterious chord to say well what has happened in 25 years <laughs> we don't have enough tape for that and i was asking you so there's not much upkeep or maintenance or whatever it just it's mostly solid. mostly tuning and then every once in a while the action will get off it's kind of like a car you know you take it in for oil change yeah no big deal you bring it in it's like sorry your suspension's bad your brakes are bad and you go oh darn <laughs> so do you tune this yourself? I don't. I actually did learn how to tune pianos right out of college because, I mean, what are you going to do with a music major, right? Um, but it's kind of like a doctor that doesn't want to operate on their kid. Is I have, And actually the people who tune it are much better than I am. So yeah. I, I keep them uh, regularly employed. Nice. So Stephen and I just jammed at Hacks Pub in Milltown last Saturday together. Smoking, smoking. <laughs> I think, uh, what do you think was a couple of the highlight songs? I think the highlight was playing songs that I basically have never played before and don't really know, but still playing them. That was the highlight. But no, there were some where I think actually Nights in White Satin, where I had a little like string and piano thing. It was like a mood. You know, I don't think everyone else felt it, but I thought that went well. I thought that was my favorite too. Yeah. Nights in White Satin, never reaching the end. And I, I don't know why I pulled that one out. It just seemed like something that would be because you're you've been doing a lot more yacht rock, and we'll talk yep. about that here yep. in a little bit. Um, I just thought that would fit, and it just I like singing that one lately. The owner of Pub Forty Two I'm playing tonight likes that song, so um, yeah, yeah, that was a ton of fun. And so you used to play in kind of bars and rock bands and stuff. Too? Yeah, back in high school, I was in a rock band called Ground Control. 
and uh, I had a lot of hair and a lot of keyboards and we were actually one of those bands that we'd cover some of the harder songs you know like Yes and Boston and stuff but we played like um, some bars mostly like proms and stuff so it was crazy in high school I was making money playing music that's nice thank you mom for the piano lessons and we were talking was that the band that had some of my previous podcast guests in it like patrick tanner not that and one Dan neil right what band was that that was love like blood or enough is enough and it was so fun like we we're in saint small uh meeting you and finding out all these people in common but then again i think the twin cities music scene is absolutely wonderful because the musicians we don't compete with each other like we help each other out whether it's gigs or recordings it's just i feel like just blessed to be in this community of musicians here in the twin cities i do too i do too um what kind of music were you playing with Patrick? Mostly his originals. And uh, back then I had a real Hammond B3 organ, which was quite heavy, but we carried it everywhere. We played like the Caboose, First Avenue, you know, bunkers, that kind of stuff. My vehicle needs a major TLC this week. The trees are all in bloom and pollen is everywhere. My car looks more like the yellow submarine than my beloved black Jeep Cherokee got from ID Chrysler. With 250,000 miles, my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take. I found myself looking for a new dream ride at ID Chrysler, and the staff could be more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at ZombrotaCDJR.com or take the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zombrota, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Zombrota today. Enjoy a safe spring season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. And of course, we had, back then, Mark, it was we're going to make it. You know, we're going to get signed to a record contract. We're going to own a yacht and all that stuff. And I have to tell you, I'm glad we didn't make it because now I feel like I've made it because I get to do music, you know, basically for a living. And I don't, you know, need to to make it. Nice. How do you describe what you do? Instrumental, pianist. Yeah, I, on one hand, compo- like I yeah. want to describe what what your what your deal is. Right now, it's a, it's kind of a split between being an artist that composes original music, mostly always instrumental, but it's mostly um, easy listening. Let's say Mark, you needed a massage, right? It's just been working too much, and you go into some fancy spa. There's a good chance my music would be playing. Like just have your listeners relax. some kind of mood with maybe a little ocean surf in the background so that's half of what i do the other half has been especially the last bunch of years is i've got some multiple record deals uh being kind of a cover artist and so like we talked about i just released 100 yacht rock piano songs with time life so it's taken like the doobie brothers and steely dan and and reimagining them you know so some of the songs they sound just like the recording and some of them you're like well i know that song it's you know, it's it's 
thinking, oh, I know it. It's, 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 uh, yeah, turn the page, Bob Seeger. Yeah. So I've got a large collection of cover songs that I basically reimagined, and they are on all the streams. So when you do a hundred songs for Time Life music, do you approach them with this idea? Or do they come to you and say, Stephen Seed, we want to do this? Or how does that all work? That is a great question. And it actually works both ways. But on Yacht Rock, I have to give it up to meeting the girlfriend, Jill. I'm on Bone Lake, Wisconsin, like three summers ago, watching the sunset, having a club soda. And she would always put on Pandora Yacht Rock. And I go, oh, I love that song. And Oh, I should record some of these. Well, fast forward, then I went to my connection at Time Life, and I said, I've got a series I think is perfect for you. They went bananas, and right now, it's just like 10 days ago, it just released 100 tracks at once. Wow. Okay, so what are some of your favorite tracks? What's the Mount Rushmore Uh, of your 100-song journey in Yacht Rock instrumental piano music? That's tough, but I have to give it up for our good old Christopher Cross. Sailing is a big one. Summer Breeze. Um, I even I wasn't a big Holland Oates fan, but like their Man Eater song, you know, it's like it makes a really good solo piano, you know. The chorus when it goes. Nice. Man Eater. You know, who'd ever think it'd be a great piano song? I don't know what Holland Oates think, but. Um, and that music, it's kind of that late 70s, early 80s. You basically grew up with it, and I reconnected with it watching the sunset on Bone Lake, like night after night, going, yeah. oh. And I, I first was going to set out to do 20, maybe 25 songs. And the more I researched playlists and stuff, I'm like, this is huge. And it got to 100. How much? How long did it take you to learn those songs? And what, what qualified something as Yacht Rock in your head? to be on to make your list did you sit around bone lake with jill and whoever and say okay now what is yacht rock let's this it hey this one's not quite yacht rock i was i was djing a couple weeks ago in, in breezy point to some friends that wanted to hear all yacht rock and i was looking it up and they said on the list it said africa's total or total's yep. africa oh yeah it was yacht rock and i played it and it didn't really get over i'm like i'd question if that's yacht rock It's pop. That might be a more pop. That is actually on my playlist. But I had so many discussions with different people. The biggest thing is, is if you went to XM Cirrus, YouTube, Pandora, Spotify, all these sources and looked up their Yacht Rock, I basically merged and purged their list. And so it felt pretty pure. But you run into songs and say, okay, that Bob Seger thing, that sounds more like classic rock piano than Yacht Rock. So there's some that kind of cross over. Eagles is another group that definitely have it. But there's even a Wikipedia definition of what Yacht Rock is. 
Yeah, we had a top five yacht rock episode on my show a few years ago. Nice. I forgot my good and Dan Neal, who you know, yeah, he had some funny line what his definition of it was. Mm-hmm. Anyone that can afford or wants to be on a yacht or something. Like that. It's funny because I'm looking for a yacht today for a picture. Yes. Do you mind telling us about that photo? Uh, the on the yacht photo or the, the photo you're looking for a yacht for oh um, yeah the old Star Tribune John Bream's doing an article on the Yacht Rock series and they want to take a picture of me on a yacht in my little glasses and captain's hat you know kind of Gilligan's Island yeah so uh, today I've been networking on uh, I don't for for your listeners I don't own a yacht you know how big does the yacht have to be for the photo? What is a yacht? Well, I asked myself, and actually Jill was, um, what's the difference between a boat and a yacht? And, you know, is it the steering wheel thing? Is it the size? Is it the shape? And so I've yet to find the answer, but um, maybe a listener will tell you. <laughs> you think there's be a yacht? Well, I don't know. We do shows on the, the St. Croix River where they've hired us, and they have yachts, and they have little islands and stuff out there. Can maybe reach out to them, I guess. Well, I don't know. I left a message. I used to play piano at the pool and yacht club, and I thought one of these members has to have a yacht. So I left a message with them saying, hey, you want to be in the newspaper? I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville, St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B. Dale Club, located in the corner of County Road B. And Dale's motto is, a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is a fact. The Mike Mondry Classic Mini Golf Tournament will be held this Sunday, May 23rd. More information and sign up at the bar. Need a few more teams. Rob, Emily, Natalie, Kate, Shelby, and Tar Bar Staff, all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. As a late my libation of choice is a classic Greyhound. And they are to quote 16-time world champion Ric Flair, Tasty Little Devils. Save the date, be the club barbecue contest, August 7th. Live music, pool table, pull tabs, bingo, bocce ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. Nice. So I guess since, but you don't do lyrics, so maybe you can ask, you can answer an age-old question from Yacht Rock fans, uh, which I got stumbled and tripped on at our show at Hacks Pub. Uh, so you're talking about Christopher Cross. Yep. You're talking about sailing. And I'm just going to speak for the listeners. And when you asked me to sing the chorus to put to put that song over, right? What does he say? Sailing, <laughs> right? Because sailing takes me away to where I'm going, and then after that, the blah 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 blah. But I can't tell you. I can't. I mean, I can pull up the lyrics, but yeah. <laughs> when when you said you said that your city release show in Bone Lake at Wilkins. Uh, you said everyone was singing sailing. What did they do? Just mumbled it? They kind of did the sailing takes me away. And then after that, um, my lead vocalist, Kat, at the time, she kind of took it from there. But it definitely dropped off after the first <laughs> part. I'll take his royalty checks, though, okay? Nice. Absolutely. Um, how long did you spend recording and arranging the 100 songs of Yacht Rock? It was over four months, I think. And I'd have spurts where I would just go crazy and I could knock down four or five songs a day. And other days I'd take some of the songs and it's just like they weren't speaking to me. And what's interesting on this 100 series is some of them are reimagined dreamy solo piano and some of them are like knockoffs. So they have full production, bass, drums. I worked with a great team of kind of side producers on this. And it was, we all love the music and that's what really makes, it's not work, you know? Yeah. Um, so moving on to your original stuff here, you handed me an awesome vinyl, uh, outstanding. Yeah, that's great cover, whatever. Uh, Stephen C. Emotive. I saw that. I was listening to this on iTunes today, and 
So I'm I just curious about this. So the, is this, like you say, that's like spa or meditation music, like listen to you're trying to meditate and things like that. How do you know that? Like, how do you, like, do you meditate yourself? Do you, how do you know what people are going to react to in those kind of environments? It's interesting because a lot of it's not really, uh, in fact, I have a song called Knowing. Um, it's kind of that intuitive sense about just like if you're, if you get, if spirit talks to you or if you get a message um, about a certain song in a certain way, you just run with that and you don't question that intuitive kind of hit. Um, a mode of the album was kind of co authored by the St. Paul Cathedral with me. I spent a lot of time sitting there and I got kind of the vision of how it's going to be recorded, which was the Bosendorfer center of the cathedral lit off, surrounded by strings and wordless voices. And I'm like, what? That's kind of crazy. And so we had about 22 microphones and we cut it live over two nights. And, you know, it's one of those things of making vinyl. I didn't even have a plan to how to even sell the vinyl. I just wanted to, you know, because it's cool. How did you set that up? You, first of all, you said you would run down there and had the eye. Like, yeah. how, did, how did this all come about? When, when I run, I get to get my busy brain kind of a little bit out of gear. And so I had this six-mile loop, three miles to the cathedral. Then I would sit for maybe just 10, 12 minutes. And there I would be open to receiving kind of like creative things i would hear song titles i would hear certain notes and it just i kept running every monday wednesday friday six miles cathedral and then all of a sudden i have an album wow and you said like what was the song you're talking about you had they were you're given like two notes oh yeah it was called b minor and it just had these two notes so of course it's in the key of b minor but the the when I finally got the rest of that melody and it had the kind of a, a native feel to it, B minor was get your ego out of it. Just B minor, B, you know? So that's the essence of that song is kind of like to get your whole ego out of it and just B minor. And it's one of my favorite tracks. Outstanding. So when you make the decision, like you composed all the songs, how do you go about just going at to the St. Paul Cathedral, one of the most famous buildings in the country, and just saying, okay, I want to track an album here and put it all together with all these musicians and who's running the, who's recording it? Like, how does right. this all work? That, again, another great question. Um, when I did my Christmas album uh, called Christmas Beyond... I had already had this kind of crush on the cathedral and Lawrence, who's the music director there, I said, is it possible for me to rent this, you know, at night? Cause it's not in the day. And they said, absolutely. Because they, they knew me. I've been working for the Catholic church for like 20 years. So it's not like a heavy metal band wants to go throw a kegger party at the cathedral. You know, I'm a real musician. I paid the rent. And what happened after the Christmas recording is the next year I wanted to share how cool is it to record this piano? So, ready? In the cathedral, they have eight seconds of reverb. It's like cosmic. So you have to listen to your instrument and not the reverb. But we did our first show, it was now six years ago, and we filled the place up over 2,000 people. And so every year it's called Stephen C. Christmas Together, and I hope it's back here in 2021.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Zumbrota, and the B-Dale Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.